What's up, everybody? I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast, joined once again, as always, by my man, Ed Elkins. Ed, what's up, bud? Hey, nothing much, nothing much. It's great to be back here. Uh, I think we took a break last weekend, didn't we? Uh, we had to. It was my anniversary, and my wife Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats, dude. Another year. He's made five. the pandemic for the most part. That right, dude survived right. the pandemic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 12 years last Sunday. It's been uh, been a minute. It's been fun. So, yep, took a, took a week off, and now we are back. Uh, and this week, we are actually going to uh, begin starting our newer format, uh, which is going to be actually more of an interview format. Normally, we just go ahead and have a, a little bit of talk about, you know, life, pop culture, gaming, really whatever kind of comes to mind, whatever the hot topics are of the week. Uh, and moving over to an interview style, I think it's going to be a little bit more fun. So our very first interview in this interview style, I would like to go ahead and welcome Kayla, a.k.a. Twitch's Time Lord's wife. What's up, Kayla? Hi, thank you for having me. It's like honestly really nice to not only sit down with you guys on a Sunday, but to finally converse with you because honestly, it's been a while since we've been able to just kind of chat. I, I agree. I agree. Last time that all three of us were in a chat room together was for Ed's wife's birthday. Yeah. A lot of fun, but it's been a that couple months. That was a blast. <laughs> October. End of October. I know. Yeah. It's been too long. We need to do that again. Get you guys some games, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. One of the few we things that we're able to do while, you know, being amongst a pandemic is being able to game uh, and do like things like Jackbox Party Games is being think what we did that day. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. And we had a blast. It's, uh, it, it's funny because every once in a while we'll see, since we're big into PlayStation because our kids absolutely love it, uh, Jackbox Party Games come up on sale there. We're like, man, that would be so fun. And we realize we don't have anyone to play with aside from the kids and we'll, Yes, you do. What are we going to do on that for the you PlayStation? You do. You do. We just got to. It's all about time. Finding yeah. time. Because I know you guys are super busy with not only like work, kids, life, juggling that. It's, it's I understand. Yeah. Yep. It's something. It's a lot. But we get through it. <laughs> wait, Although wait. Okay, about... You have kids too, don't you? I do. I do. Oh, my gosh. So you both are married with children? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't. All right. Yep. 12 years, two kids. And that's where we're stopping. <laughs> Wait, for the kids? Yes. <laughs> okay. and wife. Thank you for clarifying, Kenny. I think, I think having the first wife is probably the only wife, and we're going to stick with that because it's a lot easier and cheaper. That's what I've been told. So, we'll see. Um, all right. So, for those of us who are new to the channel, uh, again, you can find us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, most of it, if you search for Man Cave Broadcast, you're going to find it. Really, the only one that is not under the Man Cave Broadcast uh, line is going to be Twitter, because you can't have too long of a name, so that is M Cave Broadcast. You can find us there. Please feel free to drop a follow, say hi, check out all the memes that I post. I don't know. I, I Sometimes I post up pictures of my cat and stuff, but it's all fun, fun and games. So either way, we've got the, uh, we've got the introductions out of the way. What say we jump into this interview? Let's have some fun, shall we? Mickey awesome. says that no matter what you say, you're the audio master in his book. I appreciate that. I try very hard. I got yelled <laughs> at the other day by uh, a buddy because he said, hey, you know, you talk about how you, you can't 
you, you don't afford to, or don't have the cash to, to put down for a, uh, one of those big monitors, right? Like 144 hertz, 240 hertz, something that you can really see well when you're playing. But you'll throw down $500 on a microphone like it's nobody's business. And it's like, but I like audio. Like, I got to have it sound good. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is what it is. But Audio Master, man, I'll take the title. I appreciate it. So, um, so I mean, Kayla, it's all about you right now. Go ahead and... Uh, you know, tell the listeners, tell the followers a little bit about you. Oh boy. Well, let's just start off with like the Twitch stuff uh, to start. So coming up here in May will be my year anniversary. So we've almost been streaming for a year now. Uh, most recently we hit the 1000 follower goal. Um, we also, I think in January hit about 100 subscribers, but since the past few months, we've been laying off of like streaming so much, uh, it's kind of, you know, dwindled down, but at the end of the day, that's not the, that's not the main point of this is because even though I've been off for like the few months, given the tech issues and various other things, I have an amazing community that still hangs out with me, like in my discord, watching movies with me. So like, not only is it just like gaming, but it's like been building an amazing community, finding friends who I might never meet these people in person, but I have such amazing relationships with them. And honestly, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them, I wouldn't give them up for anything in this world. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, that leads me into my first question. You already answered part of it, which is, you know, when you began streaming, like you said, May of last year. So coming up on on a year. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, what made you decide to jump into <laughs> streaming? Oh, he's probably in chat there somewhere. Roland, where are you at? You know, you're the whole reason why I started this. Uh, honestly, one day he just goes, hey, Kayla, I think you should start streaming with me. And I go, no, that's dumb. Like, why would I start doing that? Like, it's just <laughs> honestly, who do, who does that? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, from that point on, we started acquiring, you know, the cameras and the computers and it spiraled into this, this huge thing. And now look what you've done, Roland. Look what you've done. <laughs> so if there's anybody to blame, it's, it's Roland. Okay. That's Not Roland me, the Roland. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, how did you know Roland from before? From before, uh, it's not like he just showed up one day and said, hey, Kayla, guess what? We're going to stream. And you're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> I mean, I wish. That's usually how networking works in my book. But no. Um, <laughs> and today, we've known each other for almost a decade. Uh, most, most of the stuff started because uh, friends of friends. I mean, I've known Eddie for a few years now, thanks to like work and such. And then because of him, I ended up meeting you. So it's always just it's all about networking. You know, using using not apologies, using affiliate is the wrong word, but being able to apply your relationships uh, in order to like find more, find better relationships. There you go. Fall in. Hey, oh, sorry. I probably should be on push to talk. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, very cool. Very cool. So what's what's something that you wish you had known when you began streaming? So, you know, your friend Roland says, hey, let's go ahead and do this. We go ahead, we start acquiring all this, uh, all the equipment that's needed because streaming, it, it's not like a, an immediate thing you can start doing, right? You can't just start up one day and be like, oh, I'm going to go and do it because you need to have all this equipment and everything. So you start building up on that. But once you got started and now that you're almost a year into it, what's that one thing you wish you had known at the very beginning when you started streaming that you'd like to impart upon the viewers and listeners now? Give me a second. This okay. is a good question. This is a very good question. Thank you. I, I planned ahead. Ed will tell you I don't generally plan ahead for this, and not every episode is a 10. 
but <laughs> I planned ahead for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I didn't plan ahead because I have no idea what you were going to do with me. So I was like, yeah, just we're going to go into blind, guys. Phrasing. Uh, <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> Jesus, I don't have a drink yet. Uh, we'll make one after in the break. Um, one thing that I wish that I would have known beforehand before going into all of this all right because this is the funniest part to me um not streaming on a laptop like okay, okay i get it like end of day if you have only a laptop to use you you gotta do what you gotta do with what you have but i do not recommend starting your streaming career on a laptop that's where i i started off on the wrong foot so what issues did you find when you were doing that um <sighs> Laptops don't have the processing power to be able to handle gaming and a stream at the same time. Like, don't get me wrong, my little potato is a nice potato, but it isn't. It's not meant to handle streaming on top of the gaming. So that's where, like, my poor little eight core was crying at me, saying, "Please, please stop!" Like, <laughs> skipping frames, crashing on me, all sorts of tech issues. So that's the last thing that you want as a streamer is to have tech issues. Although they're going to happen regardless, but. That's one thing I wish I would have known is to not start on a laptop. <laughs> okay. All right. And so what's your current status? Because I know that you started working on on moving away from that situation, moving away from the laptop. Where are we now? Thank you, Roland. That's also a good point. Not enough USB ports on a laptop. Thank you. That's actually also a very good point. Um, <laughs> at this good. point in time, I'm now in kind of a Frankenstein version of a computer. Okay. I have everything but the GPU at this point. So I had a GPU in here, and then it started artifacting. So if anybody's unfamiliar with the term of artifacting, uh, what that means is that either the hardware or the memory or just, we'll say the hardware in general, is just crap, and it started mm -hmm. to deteriorate. So you get these cute, and they're not cute, they're really irritating, uh, pink flecks, green flecks across your screen, and it just looks like your entire computer is about to have a conniption, which it is. Um, <laughs> so I ended up having to <laughs> send it back. Thankfully, got my money back. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going through, right, bear with me. Partial PC with a downgraded GPU inside of it with an internal ca capture card, so an Elgato capture card, which okay. is HDMI linked to my laptop to another screen. Wow. Whoa. Okay. So, yes, yeah, a That's very what I was doing this weekend. version. <laughs> but, I mean, has, has it worked for you? Thus far, it's worked for like just chatting, D&D, because again, that's not all too intensive on my computer, because again, I'm not pulling a game or anything like that. So next week, you guys, after GaryCon and all that stuff is done, we might be doing a game and seeing how streaming from the computer, but gaming from the laptop with an internal capture card is going to work. And I'll let you guys know how that adventure oh. plays out. Okay, nice. <laughs> so... Jeez. Oh, go ahead, Ed. I was going to say, I mean, you were just talking about D&D, and, and I know that the this stream is, and the audience that we have here so far that, that Shane has put together is maybe not familiar with what you do normally. So D&D, you mentioned D&D. I know you play, you've played, and my kids love watching you play Arkham Asylum and those types of games. What other things can people look forward to seeing if they hop over to your streams? Well, I'm 
personal fact uh, to preface, I'm like ADD, guys, so you'll see probably anything and everything. I am quite a variety streamer. I still owe you guys a cooking stream. So, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you'll probably see anything and everything. I cleaned out my turtle tank one time, for goodness sakes, and 20 people showed up for that. And I was like, all right, guys, let's <laughs> turtle facts yeah, for turtle about tank. two hours. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Nice. That's awesome. I, I have noticed uh, quite a bit of the turtle on there. It's always fun seeing that. Baby B, yeah, she yeah. just had a bath today. She's taking a nap right now, so I'll try not to bug her too much. Okay. How long <laughs> have you had the turtle? Going on a year now. Uh, she's oh, that's not working. Going back to just chatting. We'll have to see why the turtle cam's not up. But uh, she <laughs> is about four years old, about the size of my head, and drop that for anybody in the chat channel that would like to read that. Uh, I'll read it for anybody that can't. Uh, her name is Brigitte, like in Overwatch, in honor of the goddess Brigitte. Uh, she's a four-year-old leopard tortoise, and her favorite cheats are dandelion greens, strawberries, and mazari. Interesting. What the fuck is mazari? <laughs> it's uh, a brand, a very well-known brand, apparently, in the reptile industry. It's uh, fibrous pellets with like hay and various other okay. things, so it's high in fiber. It's very, very good for their diets. And for some reason reptiles love the living crap out of it so they won't eat hay like they're supposed to but the way that they've created this this mazari mm-hmm. she loves it so it's the only way i can get her to eat hay okay <laughs> all right interesting um so uh, i guess a little bit about you you mentioned about frankensteining your computer together and i just realized that your camera angle right now is different from what i'm used to seeing in your just chattings so <laughs> you like it I do. I do. Okay. It's uh, I, I like the, the top down view. It's kind of what I had started out with originally. Um, so is, this is a recent change. Is this is this something that's permanent for you or what happened with the with the camera? Well, again, you know how I like long answers. Uh, permanent. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily permanent again because I'm still planning on moving here by the end of the year. Uh, so that's going to be changing. Um, I'm still getting like an arm for the camera i'll be seeing if i can play so like you'll notice it's catching light right here from the old camera view it didn't catch right, any right. light on any of these photos so it's you'll come to find out another annoying part about streaming guys is figuring out your camera angles and your lighting <laughs> it's always so fun yep i agree um tell me about the outfit you're looking a lot like captain marvel right now oh thank you you're welcome captain marvel so wonder cool. woman courtesy of hot topic guys by the way hot topic they did not pay me to uh, wear any of these outfits, but if they would like to sponsor me, by all means, I'm not going to complain. Um, but yeah, if you guys know, the, the Schneider Cut just came out. So mm-hmm. repping the Wonder Woman gear here for the next few days. Were you able to actually watch and finish the Schneider Cut so far? We did. Uh, we actually had a group of like 10 people in the TARDIS all watching the Schneider Cut. We even watched uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon episode too. Nice. They were yeah. amazing. Guys, if you have not had the chance to watch them, Please do. Uh, I would definitely give the Schneider Cut a solid seven, eight. Definitely solid seven or eight. Definitely better than Whedon's because we won't even talk about Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I haven't got to watch it yet. I've been hearing a lot of what you're saying, and that is that it's just a much, much better version of the movie. So I'm very excited to to watch it. However, seeing that four hour is just like, wow. One thing we're talking about in the movie is that Jack uh, Schneider had actually planned it to be a five-part trilogy, meaning five separate lines and three movies each. 
So each member of the JLA having their own little trilogy. That's what he had originally wow. planned. And with everything happening, he's like, well, now I got to just condense Put it all. all these stories together. Oh, no. Although, if he had taken out a lot of the slow-mo, I think he probably could have cut off like an hour, maybe. <laughs> that's, wow. that's Snyder for you. You can you can watch the movie 300 once the first you know at, at the full version and then the next time like you said cut that slow mo you got a 25 minute movie it's an episode of Friends skip 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 skip, yeah. skip. An episode of Friends <laughs> could be worse it could be Michael Bane it's just explosions everywhere that's true that's true well, that's kind of what he tries for I feel like so yeah um all right so Kayla as you mentioned you've got 1400 followers on. Twitter right now. You recently crossed mm-hmm. the thousand follower mark on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you felt? Or what do you feel led to such a level of growth, especially in your first year? Oh man, hate to name drop here. I don't owe all of the success to them, but GoDaddy did definitely teach me a lot of skills in regards to like social media marketing and networking, and like how to be consistent in that regard. Because uh, that's always been my work ethic is just being consistent. So I'll let you guys know a little bit of tips and tricks that I do on a daily basis, um, not only to give myself a routine, but help me in the networking aspect. Uh, so mainly through like Twitter because Facebook's trash and I don't know how to take p- pictures worth a damn on Instagram. So uh, <laughs> or Twitter, uh, like say I wake up in the morning. Uh, first thing I do is I'll hop onto my socials. I'll check my notifications. I'll go into Twitter. Um, the first thing that I'm actually looking for is any link or uh, thread that is to support streamers. As okay. soon as I see that link, I'm honestly going to go through and I'm going to like every single person's posts. And I will go through and I will do that until I kind of yeah. hit, uh, find the end of my Twitter feed. Now, you guys might ask, like, why aren't you also posting on those too? Because I know I said that I only like them. Yeah. I want you guys to know that some of these people or some of these channels on Twitter that do those types of, hey guys, like, retweet, follow, so on and so forth, they could be banned. They could be blacklisted. They could be in a position with these certain accounts because they maybe got in trouble with their originals and now they're trying to regain growth at an exponential rate by creating these threads. So by you going and posting just even your link on these types of threads puts you in hot water. And what I mean by that is that when, say, if you're going for partner, if you're going for sponsors, they have ways of looking at these analytics, looking at your your uh, traffic of how you uh, went through social media in the past, what you did to gain your following and things like that. If they see stuff like that or see that you've posted on a blacklisted link, that immediately is a mark on you. And, and you had no idea. So uh, that's something that I've learned in my research is that a lot of the people that try to gain more traffic is because they've probably messed up on their last channel and they're trying to regain that back. So and I'm not saying that every like support streamer Twitter channel is like that, because, again, we don't know. But that's the thing. You don't know. So rather be safe than sorry. So you can go through support, comments, like all you want, but just make sure not to post your link on those because that could be possibly blacklisting you as well without you knowing interesting the yankee uh showed up into my chat here and says curious just curious which gives me a very harry potter vibe when he says that so (laughs) but that's a that's a really interesting take on that i had no idea about that personally so uh watching not only i guess what you're posting but just like where you're posting it on 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting. Ed, do you have another uh, question that you wanted to present? Yeah, I got I got a few of them here. So let me add, so when it comes down to creating content, I noticed that, that you mentioned Kayla, and I've seen it in your streams. Like I said, my family watches them quite often. Even when Shane was asking about your background, you were saying we, 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 because you've created that community. Mm-hmm. So you've talked about reach, how you're reaching more followers by by liking on posts and whatnot. How are you creating that community to keep and retain those followers and basically create this haven for so many people online? I'd go back to consistency in all things, honestly, is not just being like consistent with my routine, but also with like my personality. Like, uh, I, I'm sorry, I apologize. I like to, uh, uh, diverge a little bit sometimes in my conversation but like i saw a post earlier today is like you can't do this career and be fake about it even if you're kind of a butthole you have to be (laughs) that butthole on stream you can't be anything else because one it's exhausting and two if people find out that that's not actually your persona you'll actually lose followage because of it so always be true to yourself and be consistent Honestly, that's really all. I, that's the mo- major advice that I could probably give somebody in life and streaming. Just be consistent. So, like, yeah. say for example, like schedules is one of the hardest things for us as streamers to be consistent with because our we're adults and our lives are constantly changing and busy. But I'm consistently communicative with my with my community. That's a little repetitive. Apologies, I don't like that sentence <laughs> structure at all. But I'm, I'm always talking with them letting them know like even being honest with them of why i'm not able to stream that day like you guys don't always have to be like you know give them full details because again it is your personal life but uh, with me building this community i want them to feel like they're a part of my life you know i don't want them to feel like they're ever on the outside of that window or on the other side of the screen because then i'm not doing my job right i feel okay i like that yeah Uh, in that community vein you said something earlier that i i don't even know if you kind of like realize that you do it um, but you mentioned that, you know, you watched the Snyder cut of justice league in the TARDIS, mm-hmm. but didn't explain to, <laughs> to my chat or Spotify what that is, because oh. as I've seen <laughs> the TARDIS for you is your community, right? It's just an immediate thing that you go to that is, is more authentic for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So go ahead and explain, uh, you know, for, for my viewers and listeners, what the TARDIS is and what that is to you. Well, since I am a major fan of uh, Doctor Who, and I made my moniker around the Time Lord's wife, of course, the the Discord's going to be named the TARDIS. So anytime we're going to be joining up for games or shenanigans, watching movies, that's where we're going to be is in the Discord, which we famed the TARDIS. Um, with that, we have a theater in there. We've got, you know, lockdown Discord channels that you guys can use at any point in time. It's not something that we're in there frequently because everybody usually has their own discords but when we all want to come together as a group you'll usually find us in the theater watching movies nice very wow. cool. um all right so here's a, a kind of a an offshoot question normally we, so far we've talked about the streaming um and we'll get back to it but i, I want to have just kind of a fun one here what's the first video game that you remember playing Rollins, was that Warhammer Vermintide 2? What? I'm pretty sure my first game on stream was Warhammer Vermintide 2. I mean yeah. in general, in life. Oh, my first game in general in life. Yes. Oh, apologies, I misunderstood the question. Um, 
I was like, there's no way you started out on Warhammer. First game, in general, in life. Oh, Lord. A bottle opener go. I'd say, like, what got me into streaming, especially, or, like, what I can remember was my most iconic game of the time, Fire Emblem. Yeah, there you really? go. Fire Emblem, Game Boy, Pokemon as well. I actually played okay. Fire Emblem before I played Pokemon, so, yeah, I'd say Fire Emblem. Interesting. Okay. Uh, do you still play the newer ones that come out? Yes. I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay. It's uh, the tactical RPGs. They're, ah, they just, they get me going. Okay. <laughs> Which one would you say is your favorite Fire Emblem? Oh, I'd say the older school ones because they had the, the um, turn-by-turn aspects the newer ones are cool and all and i love the 3d look of it because that's something that we always wanted back in the day of low graphics but they just they changed the feel of the newer games from the turn by turn aspect to more of like a free-flowing fighter where you're going up against hundreds of mobs of like little npcs and you're supposed to do like combo attacks Mm -hmm. to um, i'm trying to think of a game that's familiar or similar to that um more of like a fighter then it was a, a turn-by-turn TTRPG. Okay. So they changed the feel of it. It was, I didn't say sounds I hated like maybe, it, but... Sounds kind of like the newer Final Fantasy. Or the remake that just came out. I haven't played any of the Final Fantasy games. Ever? Nah. Wow. All right. That's How do a, I preface this? Uh, super, super nerdy, and I played like Star Wars The Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, Pokemon, things like that. But then we had consoles and stuff in the house, but they were allotted to my brothers. So any shooters, any Batman games, any any games that I wanted to try on the consoles, I had to fight three brothers for. Okay. <laughs> and they're talking. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Darn you. Yeah. You will rue the day, brothers. <laughs> so that's why you see my enthusiasm playing those Batman games at 25 years yes, old. Yes, I do. <laughs> I never had the chance when I was younger. <laughs> nice, nice. Very cool. Uh, Ed, what's another question that you've got for Kayla? Okay, so in regard to your gaming, mm-hmm. what games do you try to stay away from? I'm not talking streaming-wise, but I'm just talking in general. Everyone has that certain genre. For me, uh, and, and I think Shane can tell you that, that he's had experience over here gaming with us, uh, horror games. I, I don't do jump scares. What about you, Kayla? I don't, I don't really do jump scares either, um, but my community loves it. So I have been slowly but surely, you know, being more, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, essentially. And that's what I love is because they've been able to push me out of my bubble. I would be like, no, I will never watch horror movies because it's not that I have a problem with horror jump scares. It's because when I go to bed at night, my subconscious likes to play tricks on me. That's not always too fun. Yeah. (laughs) So, The other day, we did a silent stream, and they literally sent off jump scares almost every five minutes to try and get me to scream. And, like, we're talking, like, audible noises in my headphones, things popping up (laughs) on the screen while I'm playing games, like, anything and everything they can do just to get me to scream. What is a silent stream? (laughs) Uh, It was essentially a silent charity stream that I was doing. The community had asked that I don't talk during the okay. entirety of the stream. And if I happen to scream or make a noise of some sort, I, I had to start drinking. So essentially the more inebriated I got, the harder it was for me to be quiet. Okay. 
I'm, how did I miss this? I yeah, missed, oh, I missed it's kids. It it's because of the kids. They got me so good too. There was a portion, there's a clip of it where I was going, and it wasn't even a scary game because it was a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. And they got me at the right point in time, and I'm pretty sure my neighbors were about to, yeah, send a noise complaint against me that day. Nice. These guys. <laughs> I uh, I remember watching one of them the other day. It had to do with uh, with perception, the the one where you pick up an item, and if you back up or go forward, it'll get bigger or smaller. Super remember, liminal, super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing them get you real good in that one, and that was. A I highly recommend stream. that game. I think it's like fifteen dollars if you've yet to play it. It's super fun. I actually think the boys would have a lot of fun with it if you can play it on uh, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. Nice. We have uh, we have two gaming computers here. One a gaming laptop, and one the computer I'm on right now. So these kids take turns on their on the the Steam account. Oh, we were just talking about that the other day, like how cross-platform was allowing your kids to play was a Fortnite together. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, we both we we just got the kids both a uh, Nintendo Switch Lite for my son's birthday. And so they're both playing Fortnite. And then, oh, daddy can play on the PlayStation with them. Oh, and mommy can play on the other laptop. Oh, then you start having conversations with your now seven year old about how he should sneak up on someone to kill them. And you start wondering <laughs> about your family values. <laughs> if anyone Raised were to come right, to the man. door and knock. Yeah. Right. Raised so. it right. <laughs> Daddy, awesome. it's headshot. What? <laughs> so it's kind of the same with uh, among us. I found. Oh, like, they all go back to that. school next week. And they're like, so what did you guys all learn at homeschool? I learned how to do headshots. And I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kayla, oh, man. your uh, your streams tend to have a variety to them, right? So mm-hmm. you transition between just chatting, playing games, your community movie mm-hmm. nights. Uh, you mentioned your live Dungeons & Dragons role-playing events. What's your preferred stream type to do? What gets you most jazzed to hit that start streaming button? Honestly, anything that allows me to play with other people. I don't do well solo playing. I tend to get really bored. I get distracted, and I notice that I like I trail off or get really silent because I'm too concentrated mm-hmm. on the game. So I get mm-hmm. more excited knowing that I'm going to play games with people because, honestly, they are what makes the game. Honestly, I'm never going to play a majority of games if I don't have at least two other people saying that they're going to play with me. <laughs> so you prefer- so, so streaming is actually like the ideal... Sorry, Shane. It's the ideal platform for you because you have people talking at you and talking and, and conversing with you all of the time, whether audio or, or you know typed word. Exactly. In fact, I've met a lot of cool people just through the game alone, like me streaming. Like we were talking about Warhammer Vermintide two earlier. I've had people just come in because of their interest of the game, and I, I don't think he's in here tonight. But Cloud June. Cloud June has been one of my uh, founding uh, followers, and he is one of any time I'm in that game, you bet your bottom dollar he is either in my chat channel or he is already asked like he's already inviting me because you're if, if you're friends on stream, you can just jump into somebody's game, especially if it allows. So I'll just like look up at the players or the NPCs and I'll see Cloud June's name. I'm like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is pretty cool. Uh, so I'm going to have yeah. to do that creep on Man Cave one time and just pop into one of his games without him realizing. It, it happened to me the other day when I was doing Valorant. I had, uh, I think, Yankee in your channel and uh, Lox, who's been in there. 
um, they both popped into a, a Valorant match, and all of a sudden I got noises or I got voices in my headphones that aren't supposed to be there. I'm like, ah, who is this? So I've, <laughs> I've been there before, but yeah, you're more than welcome to jump in at any time. So with that being said, I've noticed that a lot of them have been playing shooters with you. How's that going? It's it's going well. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because I, I had to like relearn how to do shooters after so long off. After I had my daughters, there was like a five, six year period where I really wasn't playing. And when I was, it was more on console. And so I got away from the mouse and keyboard for a long time. And then over this last year, uh, right before COVID hit, um, you know, I started started learning a little bit more. But then when I started streaming in, I don't know, mid-2020, uh, that's when I really started getting back into the first-person shooter genre more and getting used to mouse and keyboard. And then I started meeting more people from the community like Anki and Lox who are playing in it more competitively. Uh, I got a buddy, the X button. He plays uh, really competitively. He's actually in tournaments quite a bit. And so I've been trying to learn from him. So it's 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 really been kind of interesting for me because I came from a sports background, uh, sports in junior high and high school, and tried to stay active most of my life. And I've really missed that competitive side. I was a competitive paintballer uh, through junior high and high school as well, into college. And the team-based shooter really works for me. And having that communication really, really works for me. So having people who are passionate in that type of gaming and actually competing together has, has been really, really cool. It gets me more jazz, especially when you start having stuff like this Call of Duty League that's becoming bigger and bigger every day and having these competitive events and the different tournaments that are going out. Um, later in April, I'm competing in the qualifier for the Fiesta Bowl uh, Warzone tournament. And like that gets me excited nowadays because you know, I'm, I'm 33. Yeah, 33. And I don't get to be in those, you know, just like those regular competitive environments much anymore. It's mainly work and take care of the kids and then go to bed. And this has really opened up a exciting part of my life again in being able to, like you said, play with that type of community and have that type of interaction again and really be able to uh, compete on a level again. So it's been a lot of fun. You know what makes me excited? Knowing that you're in the local area and that you enjoy paintballing and that I still have my gear. So <laughs> let go. Actually, I've been invited to a buddy's birthday party for his 30th and he's doing a uh, paintballing for his really? 30th. So we're going to be doing that. And I'm thinking I'm going to take the GoPro with me and record some action and then throw that up on stream. And because why not? There you go. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played in so long. I was just talking about this, too, the other day. My my biggest problem with uh, with paintball was the cost. It was so expensive. Like when I was competing, uh, going to tournaments, we would take, I mean, half a pallet of paint with us. And with every box being 50 bucks for 2,000 paintballs, and with me being able oh, to man. go through over 1,000 a match, I mean, I, I would throw $500 worth of paint on the field every every tournament. And that's a lot of money, especially when you're yeah, practicing on the weekend. You're putting down... 50 to 100 bucks every uh every weekend and it's just like whoo it, it racks up at least with gaming and pc gaming a lot of it you can get for a lot cheaper than that so it's a little bit easier for me to convince my wife hey i need to buy a 20 dollars game instead of hey i need to go pay another 100 bucks and paint this weekend <laughs> so it's been uh 
I miss it. There's actually a, oh man, I, I don't know if anyone in, in either chat knows this. It's a, it's a real throwback thing, but on my wall in here, I've got a team dynasty, uh, the JT paintball team from, oh, that's a 2002 poster. So 20 years ago, I've got a big poster up of, uh, all signed from the winningest team in paintball, uh, it, in 2002. So, um, it was a, it was a huge part of my, uh, huge part of my life. Wow. Anki says, uh, that is a throwback. So he, he knows it. <laughs> so, 2002. Yeah. I graduated from high school in 2003. Jesus. Here I was Y'all I, making me feel old. I was going to try and, and be all like, Oh, I graduated in 06, you old man. And then I realized that Kayla said she's 25. Which means yeah, that she probably right. graduated in, face, in 2012? 13. You're oh. close. It would have been full, but my parents wouldn't let me graduate another year early. So, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Different conversation for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, little Desert Island question for you. Uh, what is the one game you would take with you if you were stranded on a desert island? None, because I can't use a computer on a desert island. Assuming that no, you kidding. had all of the <laughs> stuff you needed to play a game but not communicate with the outside world, what is the one game you would take with you if you were stranded on Desert Island? A uh, pack of playing cards. Really? Mm. A pack of playing cards allows you to play so many different like games with just that one set of pack of playing cards. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, Enki said chess in the chat. Chess would be good. Chess would be good. But that would be... But yeah, we well, can get those magnetic boards, yeah. robotic boards. You could. You could just make a chess you could board. Even recreate it if it got destroyed. Just make big, different size chess Not pieces. Trying to flex or anything, but if you can whittle and you're stuck and stranded mm-hmm. on an island, you probably could just make a chess board. <laughs> Not trying to flex or anything. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so you don't need a Wilson ball. In chat says Battleship. It's a little on the nose being in the no, middle sir, of the that, ocean. That's how we got to the island. You're supposed yeah. to say what. <laughs> Ed, what about you? What what game would you take? Oh man, um, as weird as this may sound, uh, there's a game that came out called Dreams. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really big and on the PlayStation, and you can basically make your own games within it, and you can play VR as well and play other people's levels that they create. Oh, so highly recommend it. I mean, it's it's a world of options. True. True. Nice. Okay. What about you, Shane? Uh, I mean, like I said, if, I, if I'm stranded, if I'm not going anywhere, and I had the ability to, Kayla, I would be doing... <laughs> I would do something multiplayer-based. Um, just because it, it would like keep me sharp. So, I don't know. Probably, probably one of the Call of Duties. You know, this, this Valorant has been a blast. I'd probably do that. But if I didn't have that option, and I got stuck with, with just doing one thing... Uh, honestly, probably Fallout 4. Well, question yes. for you then real quick. Which, because I noticed that you want to play both. Which do you prefer? And they're different. I totally mm-hmm. understand that the play styles are different of these games. But yeah. Valorant or Apex? Because right now, those two games are literally like top of the crop right now. Yeah, Valorant, 100% over Apex. I, I, if I may ask why. Yeah, uh, the Apex style, I don't really understand too well. And maybe that's like okay. something that I would need to just get better at. But that type of loot management doesn't really work too well with me. Whereas Valorant, similar to what chat mentioned with chess, I feel like Valorant is almost the chess version of the shooter genre. 
you have to really kind of try to outthink your opponent and kind of get an idea of what they're going to do before they even do it. And so I like that version a lot better. Apex, I, I love the Battle Royale. Um, I just, that kind of loot management really doesn't get, doesn't key in with me too well. So I think that Valorant's a little bit better because it, it really uses your brain more than it uses, I mean, reflexes are a huge thing. I'm not going to say that's not, but uh, it uses your brain a lot more than just your standard shooter does. So, um, chat that? says that Apex yeah. is hyper aggressive. Uh, yeah, you need to know everyone's abilities. So, there's just so much to learn behind Valorant besides just like what's the best gun and what are the best angles. Uh, there's a lot more to learn in Valorant, and it, it could take years to become like truly proficient in that game. Jeez. So, man, yep. I'm sitting here thinking about proficiencies, and I hate to sidetrack the conversation, but we're talking about games and gameplay styles and whatnot. Um, one series I love the gameplay style for is Far Cry. Yeah, I, I love it. They do a great job for that type of stuff. I bought that on a humble bundle, and I downloaded it all, and I have yet to touch it. So on a scale <laughs> oh of one to ten, how would you rate the Far Cry series? <laughs> Abs- I, I, I would probably give it an eight. Okay. I would probably give it an eight. All I'm right. ordering on nine right now, and here's why. You see, uh, I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, and as a family, we like to watch... Kids' movies a lot, obviously. Crudes is a hit. So we weren't going to get crude, the new Crudes, the new whatever it is, because to rent it, to rent it, it's like $13. To rent it and watch it once, mm-hmm. it's $13. However, on PlayStation Store, they had a new sale, and they're like, hey, here's Far Cry Primal for $9. So Daddy went and bought... Far Cry Primal for <laughs> my seven and five year old to play. And it's just like the Croods. Daddy, this is amazing. This is just like the Croods. Swack. Then he's got a gutta goat. Oh, no. <laughs> about to teach you about nature real fast, kiddos. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's our sidetrack. That's what I thought of when we were talking about. We learned about headshots and we learned how to hunt goats. <laughs> yeah. And woolly mammoths. But it's a great game. I would hi- highly recommend it. We would take Far Cry Primal on the desert island. <laughs> Teacher just had yeah. this look on her face. Of, yeah. What? <laughs> what? What is this? What are you talking about? Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, that was my rant. Have you got another question you'd like to present? The, the thing is with Kayla, her intro and the questions you asked, Shane, and I, I knew this about Kayla from the minute I heard her speak when I first met her. She's a very forthright person, and she will tell you what exactly is on her mind. She has done just that. So all the questions I've had, she's already answered for me. Okay. Interesting. I've still got a couple. Uh, Chat, if you have any that you'd like us to pose to Kayla, let us know. And Kayla, I have your stream up too, so I'll see if your chat has anything up. But uh, one of the big things I'd like to know, and I know that Roland... So I'm going to take Roland out of the equation on this one, because I know that Roland the Bard... Uh, you know, helped you get started with everything. Who are one or two other streamers that have been the most influential to you in the streamer community? Uh, two right off the bat, definitely the Yankee. So he is an amazing artist. He not only does art, but he does graphic design. Um, so you'll notice on his stream, his overlays, his panels, everything he did by himself by hand. Um, I haven't watched him do it. 
Uh, he even did my panels as well. All of my backgrounds, pretty much anything that you see on my stream, except for the one currently. This is free through Stream Elements because uh, we're working on the new one. Um, but nice. once that's up, all of this is the Inky. So he's been extremely influential on me in not only like helping me get my image out there, but also just networking as well through various communities that we've had, um, but helping other people out. He's done work for various other streamers because he's also a very good person. So if you guys ever need any like icons, overlays, things like that, definitely reach out to the Yankee. Um, and then the next one is in a very similar boat, uh, Super Joystick Bros. He actually did a lot of my icons that you'll see now and various other things as well. In fact, he com I commissioned him to do these emotes um, for my boss, um, for his dog that had just passed away. And he literally had these emotes done within like an hour. Like wow. literally, like I sent him pictures to said, hey, this is what I need. No rush. And he literally sent me the file like that night. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, like you, wow. I love you, but what? Yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely amazing. He did not ask any a dime for me to do these, but he did them out of the kindness of his heart. And of course, I compensated him regardless. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. He got he got what was due. <laughs> And he's going to get more, assuredly. But um, I did it in a fashion that he can't refund me. That's why. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, and then those two people have just been extremely influential because not only are they extremely kind-hearted people, they do amazing work. They, uh, they literally take time out of their days because they work full-time jobs. They do all this stuff on top of that. And they stream. So <laughs> they're amazing. Please, guys, I'm going to give them shout-outs. So please check them out. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, I want to know what's going on in the background here. You've got, I got some, I see some lightsabers on the wall. I see some, are these 11 by 17s uh, frame, framed behind you? I see a TARDIS over in the corner. You've got like all this awesome wow. geekdom going on here, which I love myself, but... Mm -hmm. So what is all this? Is this is this a Star Wars wall? I see the Mandalorian or or Boba Fett. I'm not sure. Back oh behind you. I, I honestly, I think what I should do is like a really shitty version of uh, like the Pimp My House or what what is it where they give you a tour of your house uh, and they're like, MTV hey guys, Cribs? thank you, yeah. MTV Cribs, really <laughs> MTV shitty MTV version Cribs. of MTG Cribs, and I'm just gonna take you guys on a tour of my house because this what you see here, it looks like it's a little corner and yes, it's a, a little corner of my apartment. But my entire house kind of looks like this. Okay, that's <laughs> um, awesome. So you're gonna see, yeah, these are um, those Master Forge sabers. They don't work. I jacked them from somebody who was an old roommate. He left them in a closet. Oh no! So kidding. finders keepers, losers weepers, they're mine now. Yeah. And these are all by done by the same artist. Every time I went to Comic Con, I had this uh, artist Latik. Curry. I have his information on Shada as well. He did every single one of these except for the Coruscant landscape print up there. Oh, gotcha, yeah. So you've got Django, Boba, Boba. This is the Doctor Who one. He only did a few of those. And then that's hard to see. I moved it there on purpose. It's a TIE fighter pilot. I love it, but not my favorite. Um, <laughs> he is an amazing artist. Every, every year I went to Comic-Con, not only did I grab a piece of his work, but I also had him do a custom piece of me in Mandalorian armor. So my face, Mandalorian armor. And then every year I went, I had him add on more background, more detail, more of this, more of that, more color. And slowly but surely over the years as I went, it became a more finalized piece until, you know, pandemic mm -hmm. <laughs> happened. So. Mm -hmm. 
It's been of put course. on hold for the time being. Okay. That's awesome. That's an awesome system you have there. That's cool. I like going back right and adding there. more to it. I'll just like real quick. Obviously, those are just a bunch of like RPG books, nerd books, Star Wars, Tolkien. You know, any anything your heart desires. Uh, ukulele is not very important. Funko Pops, <laughs> not that fun, guys. Probably what everybody has in their background. No. Yeah, here we go. Nobody here has go. that in the background of their video. What? Funko <laughs> Pops? Who has those? Who does that? What? Um, man, yeah, I'll attach it, like a GoPro to my head and I'll just walk around my house one day. There you go. <laughs> I, I thought I was about done. You actually opened up two more questions for me. Um, so with uh, obviously your love of Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe, because I've seen you play quite a few games that I know are on Microsoft's Game Pass for PC. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the new EA Play acquisition being uh, bringing EA Play into Game Pass for free, especially with its large volume of Star Wars games like Star Wars Squadrons and uh, the Fallen Order game. I think it was like a long time coming. At end of day, we all know EA's penny pinchers, so the fact that they're giving away something for free is kind of like, <gasps> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'll take what I can get with a lot of the free games. Um, uh, unfortunately, I've already purchased and have downloaded the majority of them through Steam. So okay. it's it's a double-edged sword there. Like, yes, it's great. And hopefully I'll find some games that I have yet to purchase and or download and, you know, be able to stream them through there. Uh, but I did already get the majority of them through Steam. So Okay. That's where being a patient gamer actually helped me out quite a bit because I hadn't bought hardly any of them. <laughs> and when all of a sudden the Bethesda acquisition went through, and EA Play in the same week coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC uh, absolutely blew my mind because I just got a ton of value out of, what, 10, 15 bucks a month. And That's amazing. Well, I mean, even I then, there was already value in it, and then it just exponentially increased. Because oh, I'll yeah. be honest, you guys, if you don't already have one of the Xbox Game Passes, please at least take a, before you subscribe, take a brief look at the games that they have listed below, and keep in mind that they are always adding games, mm-hmm. as Mancave just said, with the acquisitions, and they're adding on just repositories of libraries of games now you guys will have access to they don't take those games away either so literally for just a few dollars a month you have so much content there's yeah. a lot of good games on mm-hmm. there i um i don't think it's really a hot take to say that the the game pass system right now especially i mean yeah i don't think it's a hot take game pass is probably the best value in gaming entertainment right it now. is i think it's well, is. mostly because like we all uh, did you know that steam's getting sued right well not steam valve Sorry, Valve is getting sued right now. For? Uh, pretty much monopolizing the market on game pricing. Oh, yes, I did hear I about that. I could see that. Where they're yeah. not allowing, because they, they hold those prices and hold those prices, and they do not allow, they're, they're, what, their sales are around the holidays, and that's about it? Yeah. Other than that, the games are usually always full price. Right. So they're getting sued because of that. Jeez. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's nice to have some competition there which is really a big thing. But it, it reminds me, because I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Microsoft had to get broken up because they were creating Monopoly on the market. And now I'm starting to feel like they're they're getting there again. But at the same time, I'm like, well, fuck, all my games are free now. So monopolize away. Um. I actually, I'll, I'll point this out though. I have a game on Steam. Let me remember the name of it. Deep Rock Galactic. There yes. we go. I got it on Steam. 
my buddy had it uh, through the Microsoft Store. Mm-hmm. It's not cross-platform. Right. So we couldn't play together. <laughs> Which is so weird. So that is one thing. Because generally, when you hear cross-platform, it means that you couldn't play with him if he was on his Xbox or his PlayStation. And in this case, it was actually um, like cross-vendor. Yeah. Right. Mode of acquisition. Yeah. Holy moly. That was that was definitely very weird. So uh that you know, Game Pass I think is the way to go right now. I already downloaded Star Wars Squadrons <laughs> and Fallen Order. Star Wars Squadrons <laughs> is some of the most fun I've had playing a video game in five years. So question, how long did it take you to get past that uh, intro, you know? You know what? I got through like the first kind of mission and then I just like closed it out and reopened and got into the multiplayer. And was playing with my buddies, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." I don't know what I'm doing. Because <laughs> Roland knows why I'm asking that question. So you know the Yankee, right? Yeah. <laughs> he did. What was it? Two hours, Roland? Two hours? And he still couldn't get past it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like three. Oh, we love you, Yankee. Yankee's We're not laughing at you. We're laughing oh my god, you. no. We love you. <laughs> he's like why can't i skip this i just want to be able to skip this and then he's like you can dude yeah. after three hours <laughs> after three hours you can skip anything you don't got to go through the full single player campaign it was and he deleted the bot how rude he deleted Thank the bot oh, <laughs> he deleted bad it take bad take that's awesome like that's the best content you were raging and it was amazing he's like no i was like but it was oh my gosh it, it's such a fun game though i mean it's a blast he says he didn't delete it i don't believe it. i'm gonna go find it get timed <laughs> out he says so mm, um mm. three hours in i bet it did yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised so while everybody else was in the game and they're playing in the background going pew 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 and Yankees over there going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> why can't I get out? <laughs> That's awesome. So you play, oh. so you play squadrons then? No. So, because again, uh, the back to the whole not being able to be like on consoles and shooters and stuff mm. when I was younger, playing mm. shooters now is literally me teaching like a whole new skill, like like on how to walk again. It's okay. absolutely ridiculous. So, Eddie's sons could probably beat me in Fortnite. no problem mm-hmm. that's how bad i am probably beat me in everything and i and i, <laughs> and I would like to do this as a job and he gets so <laughs> kicked by that's what my oh. kids do <laughs> yeah so uh um, raising them right man yeah <laughs> uh rolling up on the last couple of questions here uh but you did mention about you know the pandemic uh both of us got started in streaming in in the time of covid then you mentioned Comic-Con, which, as we know, has been canceled for the last year and a half or so. Um, what is the first thing you're looking forward to doing post-COVID? You know, in my area of the state, 18 plus, we can go get vaccinated now. I'm, I'm getting my first vaccine next next week on Sunday. And I'm super excited for it. So the, the light at the end of the tunnel is there, right? We're coming up near the end of, of COVID, which is really, really awesome. And it's, it's kind of weird because we've now been in this for over 365 days and it's become a massive part of our life. So when that time comes, when we can go out and maskless and crowds and, you know, doing whatever we need to do, what are you most looking forward to? Well, 
not trying to brag, but I'm super excited for my Scorpions and Queensryche concert coming up here in May. Wow! Nice. The Scorpions? Yeah, the they Scorpions. Still tour? It's been on my bucket list since I was 12, maybe. Um, there, my dad got us into like cla- cla- I hate saying this classic rock, <laughs> not classic rock. Uh, to kids nowadays, it is. But anyways, yeah. um, they he has yet to see Queensrÿche, and I've always wanted to see Scorpions, and they are doing a one-time only residency in Las Vegas. So this may be the last time I ever get wow. to see them play live. That because you know, like you said, they're. They're old, They're old, like very old. I don't know how much I don't know how much longer the cocaine can hold them together. <laughs> like meanwhile, they're probably that's what they were probably doing uh, with this entire year during the pandemic. It's oh, just yeah. housed up, you know. Yep. Hard how how long coke. of a line can you make? Oh man. <laughs> so that, I'm looking forward to that. My mom's getting vaccinated. They're all coming down. I literally last year, right before the pandemic happened, I purchased tickets for everybody in my family, my media family, which there's eight of us. So (laughs) I got all tickets to go to this concert with me because I just want to make those memories. And then the pandemic happens. And I'm like, are you is the universe telling me not to make these memories with my family? (laughs) What is going on? Yeah, right. Nice. Okay. Oh, man. What about you? Oh, man. Oh, geez. Uh, what am I looking forward to most? Um, probably going further than two miles away from my house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you guys I, have really been bunkered down, like seriously yeah, bunkered. We have been. We have been, yeah. Um, uh, the furthest I've gone is up to Walgreens. Um, but since the pandemic hit, I haven't been inside any buildings aside from my residence and a cabin Wow. up north. So Jeez. This, that type of stuff. So you've just been ordering your groceries this entire time? Yeah, well, we were doing that beforehand, but we're doing a lot more now. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, everything gets delivered. Everything gets delivered. So, cool. and I'm gonna have to try that because I don't know if they actually do that to apartments. Really I bet convenient. they do. That's a good question. They that's a good people question. are lazy when it comes to apartments, sir. Yeah, sir. that's true. <laughs> they see gates and they see apartments, and they immediately yep. like minus five in their demeanor. <laughs> like you weren't there. Things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But you, Shane. Uh, I mean, going out in groups, going to a concert again would be great. Last concert I went to was uh, Foo Fighters. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure that the first concert I get to go to post-pandemic is going to be JoJo Siwa. Oh, yeah. Your kids, your girls my, are big into girl's that. My girl's been waiting on that for over a year. So Wait. Jo- JoJo? JoJo. Ponytail JoJo? JoJo, yep. Ponytail, Ponytail JoJo. And Bo, JoJo. Yeah, they've been really big into JoJo. Yep. Concert? Singing? Yeah. Sorry. What? Yeah. I thought she was just an influencer. No. I didn't know she. She's oh. a singer. Shows you She's got some talent. Yep. So <laughs> I'm gonna be that. I feel like I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a weird guy, but I feel like if you're the Can dude you... showing up to a JoJo Siwa concert, even with your kids, you're you're gonna look like the weird guy there. I don't know, but you're they're too young and they gotta be chaperoned by somebody, they're, right? Uh, like, can be... you at least wear a wig with a ponytail? Like, can I? <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Why not? It's for the girls. <laughs> it's for the girls. Might as well. Then, it's for the girls. Then I can and really, for blackmail when you're a little bit older. Yeah, and then I can really look like the weird guy at the concert. Jojo, <laughs> I wore your ponytail. <laughs> I love you, okay. Jojo. Do you guys watch Bob's Burgers at all? Nope. Bob's Burgers, anybody? Anybody in chat watch Bob's Burgers? Uh, they make fun of uh, bronies. Yeah. And they have like a convention 
of what they call equestronauts. And they, oh, yes. Bingo, exactly. Uh, and and so there are, and it's just a bunch of guys dressed up as these horses. And when you're talking about being dressed up as Jojo Siwa, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I was picturing. That, that's, you're not a true Jojo fan. I think I'd rather be dressed though, up as a pony. Like... <laughs> <laughs> at, at least they're like, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're supposed to be here. My name's a Pegasus sister, apparently. Not a brony, a Pegasus sister. Pegasus sister. I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me. I, I we, we got tickets for uh, Matchbox 20. It was Matchbox Ooh. 20 and Wallflowers, I think. Wow. Or someone. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, right before the pandemic. And hmm. Yeah. So, October, I think. Back? They rescheduled. Or did they change the dates? Yeah, they, they changed the dates. I, I think tentatively it's going to be October. But okay. tentatively is the keyword. All right. I don't know why when you said Matchbox 20, I immediately got uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, I want to be with you. Oh, in my head. That's not, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. What? Spoiler alert. <laughs> so. It's like singing Jingle Bells at someone's birthday yeah. party. You can do it, but then you're the weird uncle. It's a song, so. but not the right one. So. All right. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't. <laughs> you guys can't hear this, but. um. I was playing music in the background, and all of a sudden, Wellerman, a sea shanty, <laughs> just started playing. Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. <laughs> so I'm going from like chill, like jazz music, to all of a sudden, like bam, sea shanty. And I was like, the f- where's this coming Why is this from? happening? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go back to, back to the. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh,. Wrapping up here, Kayla, uh, if you were in my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I missed during this interview? Nothing. You asked everything. You did. Sure. No, honestly, you did it perfectly. I can't think of anything. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you. Um, so let me go ahead and, and give you the opportunity for, for a, a last final shout out here. Where can our listeners, uh, both on Spotify and Twitch and any of the videos on demand and YouTube, Etc. Etc. Connect with you online. You can find me on Twitch uh, TV at Timelord's Wife. Also, Timelord's Wife on Twitter and Timelord's Wife on Instagram, and also the same on pretty much anything. Because uh, one last little tidbit for you guys in social media: make sure that you grab your name on anything mm-hmm. and everything, even if it's OnlyFans. Please don't judge me; it's for marketing purposes. You haven't. Um, yeah, make sure you lock it down. Wow, you and Ed both. <laughs> I do. I do because I didn't want somebody to steal it, and because the last thing you want is somebody to jack your name on a social media platform, and then you know do things with it yeah so brand <laughs> consistency that's true exactly thank you eddie you would know about that <laughs> yeah just a little bit <laughs> so if you're ever looking for Hence the man the podcast on only fans now i know i gotta go get that <laughs> uh, but i need to see you never mind i was gonna say jojo's wow. week but i realized there might be things in wow <laughs> for only fans i have kids <laughs> <laughs> that's what i say I, of all the photos all right. that oh. I don't want my kids to see, I think uh. probably me wearing a side pony on OnlyFans <laughs> is probably the worst one. Then a horse outfit. Yeah. Just... Side side pony on a brony. Yeah. Side pony on a brony. That sounds like a song. So, cool. Um, Ed, anything else that you'd like to go over before we sign off? No, man. This is this has been a lot of fun. It's nice to talk with other people that we haven't spoken with in a long time. So, I nice see you again, Kayla. 
nice to see you guys. It's so, and honestly, it's been a long time. We need to get together once the pandemic's over in person, have a few beers, and honestly, just chill out. It'll be super fun. I agree. Definitely. All right. Uh, well, chat, thank you so much for being here. Um, Time Lord's wife's chat, the TARDIS, thank you for joining us. I've seen you in chat uh, interacting. It was great having you. Uh, please feel free to uh, follow the show either on Twitch at Man Cave Broadcast, uh, Twitter, like I said, MK Broadcast, and everything else, Facebook and Instagram is the Man Cave Broadcast. Uh, more than happy to have you. You can also pop into my chat anytime and go ahead and do exclamation point Discord, uh, and it'll give you a link to the Discord if you'd like to join in there and stay in the conversation. Uh, also, this uh, podcast will be available on our podcast on Spotify. If you'd like to follow the show on there, please go ahead and search up. You guessed it, and keep broadcasting. You'll find us there. That is it for us. Ed, thank you very much for joining me again. Kayla, Time Lord's wife, thank you for being here and being a great first guest. I'm Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast. See you next time.